If ye then be risen with, with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and there is no health in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Bear thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Almighty God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who desireth not the death of a sinner, but rather that he may turn from his wickedness and live, hath given power and commandment to his ministers to declare and pronounce to his people, being penitent, the absolution and remission of their sins. He pardoneth and absolveth all those who truly repent and unfeignedly believe his holy gospel. Wherefore, let us beseech him to grant us true repentance and his Holy Spirit, that those things may please him which we do at this present, and that the rest of our life hereafter may be pure and holy, so that at the last we may come to his eternal joy, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 65, page 416. Thou, O God, art praised in Zion, and unto thee shall the vow be performed in Jerusalem. Thou that hearest the prayer, unto thee shall all flesh come. My misdeeds prevail against me, O be thou merciful unto our sins. Blessed is the man whom thou choosest and receivest unto thee. He shall dwell in thy court, and shall be satisfied with the pleasures of thy house, even of thy holy temple. Thou shalt show us wonderful things in thy righteousness, O God of our salvation. Thou that art the hope of all the ends of the earth, and of them that remain in the broad sea. Who in his strength settest fast the mountains, and is girded about with power. Who stilleth the raging of the sea, and the noise of his waves, and the madness of the peoples. They also that dwell in the uttermost parts of the earth shall be afraid at thy tokens, thou that makest the outgoings of the morning and evening to praise thee. Thou visitest the earth and blessest it, thou makest it very plenteous. The river of God is full of water, thou preparest their corn, for so thou providest for the earth. Thou waterest her furrows, thou sendest rain into the little valleys thereof. 
Thou makest it soft with the drops of rain, and blessest the increase of it. Thou crownest the year with thy goodness, and thy clouds with drop fatness. They shall drop upon the dwellings of the wilderness, and the little hills shall rejoice on every side. The fold shall be full of sheep. The valleys also shall stand so thick with corn that they shall laugh and sing. Psalm 67 God, be merciful unto us and bless us, and show us the light of his countenance, and be merciful unto us. That thy way may be known upon earth, thy saving health among all nations. Let the peoples praise thee, O God, yea, let all the peoples praise thee. O let the nations rejoice and be glad, for thou shalt judge the folk righteously and govern the nations upon earth. Let the peoples praise thee, O God, yea, let all the peoples praise thee. Then shall the earth bring forth her increase, and God, even our own God, shall give us his blessing. God shall bless us, and all the ends of the world shall fear him. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. first lesson is written in the 8th chapter of 1st Kings, beginning at the 22nd verse. Then Solomon stood before the altar of the Lord in front of the entire congregation of Israel and spread out his hands toward heaven. He said, Lord God of Israel, there is no God like you in heaven above or on earth below who keeps the gracious covenant with your servants who walk before you with all their heart. You have kept what you promised to your servant, my father David. You spoke directly to him, and you fulfilled your promise by your power as it is today. Therefore, Lord God of Israel, keep what you promised to your servant, my father David. You will never fail to have a man to sit before me on the throne of Israel if only your sons take care to walk before me as you have walked before me. Now, Lord God of Israel, please confirm what you promised to your servant, my father David. But will God indeed live on earth? Even heaven, the highest heaven, cannot contain you, much less this temple I have built. Listen to your servant's prayer and his petition. Lord my God, so that you may hear the cry and the prayer that your servant prays before you today, so that your eyes may watch over this temple night and day toward the place where you said, My name will be there, and so that you may hear the prayer that your servant prays toward this place. Hear the petition of your servant and your people Israel, which they pray toward this place. May you hear in your dwelling place in heaven. May you hear and forgive. Here ends the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior, for he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. 
for he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He has showed strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath hope in his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the eighth verse of the fourth chapter of the letter of James. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Lament and mourn and weep. Let your laughter be turned to mourning and your joy to gloom. Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord, and he will lift you up. Do not speak evil of one another, brethren. He who speaks evil of a brother and judges his brother speaks evil of the law and judges the law. But if you judge the law, you are not a doer of the law, but a judge. There is one lawgiver who is able to save and to destroy. Who are you to judge another? Come now, you who say, today or tomorrow we will go to such and such a city, spend a year there, buy and sell, and make a profit. Whereas you do not know what will happen tomorrow, for what is your life? It is even a vapor that appears for a little time and then vanishes away. Instead, you ought to say, if the Lord wills, we shall live and do this or that. But now you boast in your arrogance. All such boasting is evil. Therefore, to him who knows to do good and does not do it, to him it is sin. Here endeth the second lesson. Lord, now lettest thou, thy servant, depart in peace according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to light in the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. With thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. And do thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. 
for it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Almighty God, Lord of heaven and earth, we beseech thee to pour forth thy blessing upon this land. Give us a fruitful season that we, constantly receiving thy bounty, may evermore give thanks unto thee and thy holy church, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, from whom all good things do come, grant to us thy humble servants, that by thy holy inspiration we may think those things which are good, and by thy merciful guiding perform the same, through our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. God, Heavenly Father, who by thy Son, Jesus Christ, has promised to all those who seek thy kingdom and the righteousness thereof, all things necessary to their bodily sustenance. Send us, we beseech thee, in this our necessity, such moderate rain and showers, that we may receive the fruits of the earth to our comfort and to thy honor, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Light in our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy, defend us from all perils and dangers of this night. For the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. So in First Kings, um, we're, we come into the story here at one of the, really one of the highest moments, the most climactic moments in the history of the people of Israel. So the temple, which had been long hoped for, um, David resolved to do it and it has finally then now been completed and Solomon is dedicating the temple. So he recognizes here really the important point that um, the God of Israel cannot be contained by the temple. So the idea here that we see present in other ancient Near Eastern religion was this idea that the temple, the temple was sort of in a literal way the house of God, that it was the place and where the God dwelt. But Solomon recognizes that God's uh, dwelling place is still in heaven. And he asks rather that this temple would be a place that God would respond to, or it'd be a place wherein he would respond to his people, a sort of uh, divine human encounter, divine human meeting place. And we see kind of in the larger trajectory of the story that the temple becomes an archetype, which is ultimately fulfilled in the incarnation, where the divine and the human join together in the person of Christ. And then our second lesson, so James chapter 4, there kind of are four points that he's making here. Uh, the first is that there's not only the place, but there's the need in the Christian life to, as we pray during Lent, to worthily lament our sins. These are all Old Testament references here speaking about returning to reestablish covenantal friendship with God. And in the midst of that worthily lamenting um, our sins, we read in verse 10 that exaltation will come in the middle of that. So this echoes the words of Jesus in Matthew chapter 23, where he says that um, those who humble themselves will be exalted. 
So in the midst of our repentance, our lamentation for our there's a promise, and that is that when we pray with humility before God, God won't leave us there in, let's say, in perpetual mourning. So God responds to, and he accepts our repentance. And he comes to us in the midst of that and raises us out of our brokenness. So secondly, then, James makes this point about not passing judgment on our brothers. And the underlying reason here is important. It has to do fundamentally with acknowledgement and recognition of what our place is. So our vocation, very clearly, according to James, is to be a doer of the law. So not merely a hearer, but to be a doer of the law. And God's vocation is to be the judge of the law. So this is about the arrogance which is needed to think that we can put ourselves in God's place with regard to the law, that we can displace him essentially and do what it is that he is called to do. And we always have to remember with regard to judgment, uh, really the kind of scary thing that Jesus tells us in the Gospels that we will be judged according to the exact same standards that we use to judge others. And then thirdly, James has in mind here the uh, wealthy businessmen who are going off into foreign lands and conducting foreign business affairs. And his whole point here is a condemnation against the sort of arrogance, the sort of self-confidence that doesn't take into due consideration the will of God. So everything that we do should begin and end with, if the Lord wills. Now, unfortunately for many within Christianity, that's become kind of lip service, but it's really not intended to be, it shouldn't be. Um, this should be sincere, um, discerning, sincere, or sincere and prayerful seeking of God's will in everything that we do. And then finally, James lets us know at the very end of this chapter in verse 17, that um, mere knowledge of the good is sufficient to place us under the obligation to do that good. So knowing what is right compels us to do that which is right. So we'll continue now, not with our intercession, but we'll continue now by praying uh, litany for mission and evangelism. O God, the Father, creator of heaven and earth, mercy upon us. O God, the Son, redeemer of the world, have mercy upon us. O God, the Holy Spirit, sanctifier of the faithful, have mercy upon us. O holy, blessed, and glorious Trinity, one God, have mercy upon us. We sinners do beseech thee to hear us, O Lord God, that it may please thee to rule and govern thy holy church universal in the right way. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee so to rule the heart of thy servants, the President of the United States, the Governor of this state, and all in authority, that they may above all things seek thy honor and glory. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to illuminate all bishops, priests, and deacons with true knowledge and understanding of thy word, and that both by their preaching and living they may set it forth and show it accordingly. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to send forth laborers into thy harvest. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to give to all thy people increase of grace, to hear meekly thy word and receive it with pure affection and to bring forth the fruits of the Spirit. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. 
that it may please thee to comfort and relieve all those who are in any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or state, especially calling to mind those that we're praying for. giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to forgive our enemies, persecutors, and slanderers, and to turn their hearts. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to give us true repentance, to forgive us all our sins and negligences. Do us with the grace of thy Holy Spirit to amend our lives according to thy holy word. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to have mercy on the faithful departed. Granting them an entrance into the land of light and joy in the fellowship of thy saints. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. We sinners do beseech thee to hear us, O Lord God, and that it may please thee to fill us with the gifts of the Holy Spirit for the work of ministry and the building up of the body of Christ. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to give us power through the Holy Spirit to be thy witnesses in word and deed in our homes, work, and leisure. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to convert hearts through our ministry and add continually to our number those who are being saved. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to bless our ministry of word and sacrament opening minds to understand the scriptures, and making thyself known in the breaking of the bread. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to make us ready always to give an answer to anyone who asks the reason for the hope that is within us. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to put it into our hearts to seek out and find thy lost sheep, and bring them back into thy fold. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to fill us with such love for one another that all may perceive in our midst the presence of Christ and be drawn into his holy fellowship and service. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. Almighty and everlasting God, who didst endue thy church with power from on high in the day of Pentecost, pour out thy Holy Spirit upon this parish and the communities with which we are partnering in mission and grant unto us all things that are needful for our spiritual welfare. Enlighten and guide our clergy and lay workers, strengthen and increase the faithful, visit and relieve the sick, turn and soften the wicked, rouse the negligent and careless, recover the fallen, restore the penitent, remove all hindrances to the advancement of thy truth, bring all to be of one heart and mind within the fold of thy holy church, to the honor and glory of thy name, through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Amen. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. <clears throat> Thank you so much. Thank you, Father Kevin. Thank you. Good night, everybody. Bye.